Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. What's the story behind this, Jim? So basically, a guy is working at Walmart in Grand Prairie, Alberta. He was sick and tired of his job after working there for a year and a half, and he decided to uh, quit in a very public way over the intercom during his shift. So he grabs the phone, and he said uh, this rallying speech to all the people who were uh, in Walmart at the time. Attention all shoppers, associates, and management. I would like to say to all of you today that nobody should work here, ever. (laughs) Our managers will make promises and never keep them. And not only that, they will preach to us about how they care about their employees. But about a month ago, my boss, assistant manager Cora, called me a waste of time and management did nothing to help. (laughs) Management will also try and save money every step of the way, including cutting benefits of a a full-time associate down to... down to part-time even though he worked 40 plus hours a week i've been a loyal employee here for over a year and a half and i'm sick of all the bullshit, bogus write-ups and my job management this job and walmart <laughs> the crowd loves it <laughs> whoa we just saw a public meltdown <laughs> sounds like he got tackled at the end that's just him hanging up the phone he just and aggressively hangs the phone up but he, you can kind of sense that he has he's reading his speech he's written out his speech but he's watching out of the corner of his eye because you're expecting to get tackled in that situation you know right? Cheryl the manager Cora is, Cora yeah that's it she's ready to line you up and take you out I like it too he's like how dare she? My manager said I was a waste of time, and management did nothing. She may have been a pretty good judge of character, given how the situation played out. Yeah, he said he had a bunch of bogus write-ups, but, you know, if that's the way you're going to go out, I'm going to guess you probably did some silly things in the back room as well. The uh, the Venn diagram of the the bad employee and the person who quits that way is just basically just one circle, probably. <laughs> That is funny, though. Yeah. Pick up the intercom. I would love if I was in the store and I had heard that announcement. Just like, to he, be there? Yeah. I didn't, wouldn't want to see the guy. I just want to be, like, shopping, picking out some items in the grocery aisle and just hear that come over. What is going on? <laughs> yeah. But if you're, it's been done, though, you know, the intercom thing. You got to take it to the next level. You're working at Walmart. You got to go. And by the way, Kid Rock was in the parking lot and he says he's paying for all your layaway items so pick up your tvs walk out they're all free what i think he should have added there was a who's coming with me (laughs) (laughs) the the classic jerry Maguire. all right i'm quitting and who's coming with me just waiting for everyone else to take their walmart vests off (laughs) nobody does okay well i'm still leaving (laughs) so funny Attention all shoppers, associates, and management. I would like to say to all of you today that nobody should work here, ever. Our managers will make promises and never keep them. And not only that, they will preach to us about how they care about their employees. But about a month ago, my boss, assistant manager Cora, called me a waste of time and management did nothing to help. Cora. And I'm sick of all the bullshit, bogus write-ups, and my job. management, this job, and Walmart. See you later, buddy. (laughs) Can you top that? We're asking for your stories about quitting your job. Go ahead. Well, I was working. I drive a cement truck, and one of the foremen pissed me off, so I threw the keys in the back of the mixer and called the cab and went home. You're kidding. (laughs) No. 
There's a lot more to the story, but that's just a breakdown. That's the gist of it. Do you know if you got the keys out? How would you get the keys out? You'd have to pour all the concrete out and sift through it. No, they had to call the shop again, then a set of keys. I called the cab and went home, and the next morning I'm sitting at home, and my boss calls me and asks me what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm sitting here watching TV. He asked me if I was coming to work or not, so I jumped in my car and came back to work. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you, they were that desperate for a driver. They're like, they forgave you for it. No, I'm pretty good at what I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, FM 96. Hey, I've got a good quitting job story for you. Yeah. Yeah, so I used to be a massage therapist, and uh, I was working on this guy, and he, uh, I know his name, but I probably shouldn't say it. Then, uh, yeah, he turned over to so I could work on the front of his legs and his neck and stuff. And he was kind of pitching the tent, right? You're kidding, man. No, man. And so uh, I was like, uh, just kind of kept rolling, figured, you know, natural thing, just going to leave it alone. He started grabbing my thigh and then pulled his sheets off. I was like, what the hell are you doing, dude? And he says, "Uh, come on, it's natural. It's so relaxing. So I tipped the table over, kicked him in the ribs three times, (laughs) and quit my job. (laughs) Come on. Is this serious? That can't be a true story. Honest to God, I can name the guy's name. <laughs> it happened about 12 years ago. Now I'm a construction worker because I can't even think about going back to massage therapy. Honest to God. Wow. Yeah, That's, man. Uh, not a good day. Borderline traumatic. Career. What's that? It's borderline traumatic. Yeah. Borderline, yeah. <laughs> I would have called the cops. Yeah. Yeah, it's crossed my mind, but uh, I would rather just see him again someday. In not front right, of his wife. Room, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have female friends who are massage therapists, and they've told me stories. It happens all the time where guys will will try that move. It's awful. Yeah, nobody should uh, should have to be exposed to that sort of thing. Kevin, you quit byway in an interesting way. I like this. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it was one of, it was one of my teenage jobs, and uh, after months of abuse from this manager, verbal abuse, I just um, I had had a task. I had to spend the entire day putting suitcases displayed on the top upper shelves. And when he came in, he told me that they were all facing the wrong direction. And he cu- and he called me out in front of customers and everything, called me an idiot and how could, you know. So he told me to fix it. So what I did was I pushed all the displays from the entire store out to the outer walls. And I took all the suitcases into this massive pile in the center of the store. And I put a sign on top of it and said, I quit. And I left. You should have said, by way. I'm hitting the highway. <laughs> that must have felt good, though, in that moment, eh? It did, and you know what? I went, and at that time, I went down to another store in the mall, and boom, had another job. So, really, it had no impact on my life, and it felt really, really good. Yeah. Years later, I was trick or treating with my kid as an adult now, and I ding dong on the guy's door. He still remembered me, and he threw his bowl of candy at me. (laughs) I love it. I would like to say to all of you today that nobody should work here, ever. (laughs) I laughed so hard when I saw this online yesterday. So there's a newspaper out of New York. It's called The Post Journal. And they wrote a nice article about Julia Roberts. However, whoever typed up the the headline made a little bit of a mistake here Hmm. headline reads julia roberts finds life and her holes get better with age (laughs) (laughs) you blew it 
Julia Roberts finds life and her holes get better with age. <laughs> uh, nice picture of Julia just pensively thinking about her holes. <laughs> She's, a, you know, in, in Hollywood, it's, it's not often that uh, aging women get the great holes. No. No, they usually go to the younger women. <laughs> but Julia Roberts, the exception to the rule, apparently. The newspaper had to print a correction. Here it is. Correction. A headline on page D4 in Saturday's Post-Journal should have read, Julia Roberts finds life and her roles get better with age. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you not figure that out, Jim? After you said it went to the younger ones, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, roles. Uh, was there moles are getting better or... <laughs> No, her roles get better with age. It doesn't, it doesn't, in the correction, they don't repeat what they accidentally wrote, but uh, should have read, Julia Roberts finds life and her roles get better with age. Like, where is R on the keyboard? R and H aren't even close to get together here. You know what they did? They probably hit G or something that was kind of in the middle between the two letters, and then it just auto-corrected to whatever was closest. Could have been an auto-correct mistake, but... Uh, I would also argue that her roles are getting better with age. What movie has she been in in the last five, year that's, five years that's memorable? Good question. You know? Pretty Woman is, well, Eat, Pray, Love, she was in. Yeah, the one with Susan Sarandon. Stepmoms. Stepmoms is a good one or, last 10 years. Was that Stepmom? I, I think that's so. what it was called. Yeah, Sleeping with the Enemy, that was a classic. Classic. That's a good one. Flatliners. I can't name one in the last five years. I do not do not think the holes or rolls are getting better. Maybe the holes. Maybe. Dude, you can't assume. I can't I can't make an opinion on that one. You don't know. She's got lots of money. <laughs> Might have some good trainers or creams that <laughs> get it reupholstered every couple of years. You Life know? and her holes get better with age. And now, the winner is Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Time for sports. What the fuck is going on in the NHL, Dev? The, uh... The NHL is looking at uh, testing out a new thermomochromic puck at the 2019 uh, Winter Classic. Basically, they want to ensure that the uh, puck is uh, cold certified, like uh, your favorite Coors Light beer. <laughs> what? what do you mean? So you know how like a Coors Light can, if you put it in the fridge, when the mountains, the mountains turn, turn blue, blue when turn blue, they're yeah. ready to drink? Well... They want to make sure that the pucks stay cold when they're on the ice during the game. So the puck, the logo, the NHL logo on the puck will be purple when they start to play. When it changes to white, that's the signal to the referees. They got to get a new puck or they got to get a colder puck. But what what's the difference between a cold puck and a warm puck? Does one bounce more or something? A cold puck on the ice just moves better, so you so the colder the puck, the better it is. So they want to make sure that the pucks are always cold on the ice. And the pucks warm up because you're getting slapped around slapped so around. much. They're just being, they're being they're, you're playing the game, it's it's hot in the uh, Even though the ice. pucks are on the ice, you'd think they'd stay cold down there. Not the case, I guess. <laughs> Not really. How long until we have an NHL Deflate gate scandal where there's warm pucks being tough. You know what I mean? Where somebody Someone heated up the pucks. You know, uh, Matthews prefers a warm puck. Matthews put the pucks in the microwave. <laughs> well, when you think about it, <laughs> these new pucks would uh, guard against there being a, a deflate puck 
Well, unless you just painted one purple so it always stayed purple. Somebody tampered with the the cold certified paint. Scandal. (laughs) My thing is, if you're going to do this... Can't they just touch the pucks and see if they're cold? (laughs) Is this really... Something that needs to be done. It's it sounds cool and futuristic. But. Yeah, it sounds like a problem that's not really <laughs> existing. <laughs> well, you can always just. I mean, I, 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 you're right. <laughs> At the end of the day, you could just say like, listen, every five minutes, whatever, going to change the puck, and then be, and, <laughs> yeah, and be done with it. But if you are going to go like more with a more high tech puck, then put more technology in the pucks. And have the type of technology, so if the puck goes across the goal line, you don't have to worry about whether it did it or did it not. You Put a little have, sensor in there sensor so we in know it buzzes. Help the refs out. And then you don't have to have a lengthy uh, stoppage of play for a, for a review. Mm, it's a good idea. And it would be cool to see the GPS tracking of the puck travel throughout the ice. If that was the case, you could see where all the shots came from just with the puck itself. Don't make the puck glow, though. <laughs> People will be mad. Purists will lose it. They tried that once, and mm-hmm. it didn't work out so good. Well, the nice thing about this is if they run out of pucks, they can just grab a Coors Light can, crush it down, and <laughs> use it instead. <laughs> as long as that thing's cold certified, they're good to go. <laughs> and you got to love these two nuns who embezzled half a million dollars so they can go gambling together, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the plot of a comedy movie. It should be called Nuns Having Fun. <laughs> Two nuns worked for a decade at a Catholic school in California. They embezzled a substantial amount of money, around $500,000 from tuition and other funds to use it for gambling trips to Las Vegas, according to church officials. Wow. The St. James Catholic School in Torrance, California... Got ripped off for about 10 years. The Archdiocese is now admitting that Sister Mary Margaret and Sister Lana Chang, they were 8th grade teachers, nuns, and they were taking money from the coffers and going to gamble. Now, how much money did they come back from Vegas with? None. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Seems to be the way it's, it sometimes goes. In a statement, the church says, Sister Mary Margaret and Sister Lana have expressed to me and asked that I convey to, you, convey to you deep remorse that they feel for their actions, and they ask for your forgive, forgiveness and prayers. The archdiocese notified police, but church officials don't plan to press charges at this point. And they're going to resolve the issue internally with money repaid and the nuns disciplined by their order. Wow. One confession to the priest. Couple Hail Hail Marys. Yeah, you're back on the stairway to heaven. (laughs) I wonder if they're going to get their knuckles wrapped with the the nun stick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's their punishment. And what kind of money are nuns making that they can afford to repay $500,000? Reminds me of the old joke. What's the difference between praying in church and praying in a casino? When you pray in a casino, you really mean it. (laughs) (laughs) 